Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. Every authentic spiritual tradition is a rite of passage. It's the same rite of passage. But every tradition metaphorizes that process differently. And because the ego tends to be mired in concrete thinking, different outcomes can happen through different understandings of those metaphors that can either be misunderstood or be resisted or be taken only part way. And you can't partially succeed in a rite of passage. The passage has to be so complete that there is no one left to go back to the state of ignorance from that of knowledge, which is one metaphor. Another metaphor is that of going through ego death and rebirth at a higher level. Some resist that idea, not recognizing it as a metaphor and wanting to hold on to that which is the cause of suffering. Another metaphor is that of alchemy which is to say this is a refinement process, a gradual extraction of the essence of who you really are from a false construct. And the alchemy process, in a way, is much more agonizing than simple ego death because it involves a number of processes of burning and vaporizing and distilling and you can make the process very hard and make as many stages to it as you want. Or you can make it as simple as possible. You can think of it with the metaphor of the metamorphosis of the caterpillar into the butterfly. But that still can be very terrifying if you're the caterpillar. And so the metaphors can determine a certain psychological reactivity that can actually act against the process itself. And so in the earliest yogic approach, the rite of passage is not a process at all, and it's not an ordeal at all. It simply says you have misrecognized a rope and taken it to be a snake. There never was a snake. 
only a rope. So no rite of passage has actually needed to be gone through, just simply seeing things as they are. It's a simple realization. Doesn't require any death because there was no snake that needed to be killed. Doesn't require any transformation. The snake doesn't need to be alchemically put into a hermetic vessel and burned. So why not do this the easy way? Self-realization doesn't require an ordeal. Why turn it into one? The ordeal is only the attachment to the ego that doesn't want to let go of its suffering, that doesn't want to let go of its narratives, that doesn't want to let go of the belief that it's a snake, it's a poisonous snake, it's tough, watch out. It doesn't want to give up its weapons, its defenses. It doesn't want to give up all of that which is causing its own problems, which is tearing it apart. It doesn't want to give up its infantile attachment to mommy. It doesn't want to grow up. It doesn't want to let go of childish things. It doesn't want to believe that there's a rescuer in a shining night and I don't have to do it myself. Someone else will kill that snake for me. But there is no snake to be killed and no rescuer to do it. It has to be done in solitude and silence. And it can only be done in the now, not in the future. It will never happen because there was never anything that needed to happen. And this is why the Buddhists say, samsara is nirvana. It's not that you leave samsara to go to nirvana. There is no nirvana other than samsara seen as it really is. But to take off the scales, the veils, the delusions, the projections, the judgments, the false beliefs, all of those treasured idiosyncrasies that make the ego unique and special, and to dissolve into that absolute consciousness in which you were never born, and never differentiated from the absolute infinite intelligence and blissful light to ever be born in the first place. There's neither a snake nor a rope. There's no metaphor at all that can capture the truth of the supreme reality. And yet, it is what you are, and you cannot be anything but that. But once there is an attachment to the mentalization process, which is attached to the affect of disappointment, betrayal, a sense of dependency and a sense of paranoid suspicion of whatever one is dependent upon. Whenever one is caught in that double bind, 
that begins to replicate itself in every situation. It can no longer know what it wants because it always wants what it wants and the opposite of what it wants because the consciousness is torn and split and because one never left the infantile state because one was too attached to that sense of being taken care of by the other then the illusory adult self which is simply a calculating, strategizing, territorializing construct, cannot also separate itself from its attachments and its codependency and its inability to gain real power and real freedom. So long as there is any construct whatsoever, so long as there is any system of belief, so long as there is any projection of a world, so long as there is any illusion that you have a name and a form, so long as any of those delusional hallucinations continue to infest the mind, there cannot be realization of the oneself, of the absolute. And what happens is that sanskara, that predisposition, once the physical vehicle dies, creates another one, and then another one, and then another one in a vain attempt to liberate itself from itself, from its own desire to be ignorant of its true nature. And so it all comes down to that. Do you want ignorance or do you want truth? Do you want the real or the unreal? There's nothing heroic about it. There's nothing that needs really to be sacrificed except your suffering. And it can happen at any moment since nothing really happens at all. But the Zen koan that everyone is faced with is the baggage they are carrying that they do not let go of. As Ramana said, you're on the train, but you're holding your suitcase on your head as if you, it will fall away and not come with you. You can leave samsara for nirvana, but samsara won't go away. Ramana realized there never was a world, nothing was ever created, but still he wore a loincloth in India and ran an ashram and, you know, had a favorite cow and lived a life that looked very samsaric. But it wasn't to his consciousness that was free from the illusion that everyone else saw was not the reality that was realized 
by the infinite nature of consciousness that had died at age 16 to that illusion. And because it was a permanent passage into the real, there was not a fall. There was not a need to continually process maya. And so turning this into some long-term process is not a rational approach to self-realization. Why extend the suffering and the ignorance and the karma when it can be ended immediately? Use your power of reason and your power of love. And together they will produce the will to liberation. And that will, once opened in truth to the beauty and the bliss of the real, will choose that reality over the unreality of the ego and never return to unhappiness. To use another metaphor, may your third eye open to see the real as it is and to let the illusions fall away and to know freedom from all of the attachments and the attitudes and the judgments that consciousness may now be imprisoned in. And that includes its highest hopes as well as its worst fears. Liberation is now or never. May you choose. The truth. Now. May you choose the peace that comes with the realization that the explicate order is the implicate order. May you choose the peace that realizes you were never traumatized because you were never born. You have never changed, you have never left nirvana. And you have never been affected by ignorance.
And you have always realized the paradoxical nature of the real. Because that is what you are. And may you know the supreme bliss of getting the joke of that wonderful sense of humor of God who abides as the ultimate knower in your heart. to know the freedom of the absolute self. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.